Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dave Benson News. With your host, Peter Austin, and Michael Johnson. Dave. I did like a, I did a little Morse code ticker tape thing there, like from. What did What did you say in Morse code? That Dave Benson Phillips got actually naked on Twitter. That's what I said. Breaking news. This just in. Uh, t- t- some days ago, Dave Benson uh-huh. Phillips, as in in memoriam <laughs> of the late Terry Jones, the late great Terry Jones, uh, posted a video that he made apparently some time ago, where he's on an actual stage in a real theatre somewhere, playing the organ, and as it rises out of the stage, it reveals his fully naked body um i'm looking for the actual how do we feel about this i oh i'm ecstatic about it i'm i'm i i opened up the tweet we just sent out and i'm it's still on my screen and i'm just kind of en- enchanted by it and i can't look away i'm just gonna quickly mm. find because at the end of the clip i'm sure it says something like thanks to the such and such the staff at such and such theater for turning a blind eye i think it oh, says no. good Here's the tweet here. Farewell, Terry Jones, Python, an inspirational human being, a hero worth emulating. Years ago, I made a film with no intention of releasing it. (laughs) However, it seems a fitting tribute to a comedy legend who inspired me. Thank you for making me laugh. And what? Uh, Here (sighs) it is. Special thanks to Ben Wainwright, cameraman. (laughs) Poor Ben. (laughs) Uh, and the Plaza Theatre Stockport and Ted the Theatre Manager and staff for turning a blind eye. Um, Imagine approaching the staff with this request. Like, hey, do you mind if I just quickly strip naked and sit on your chair and yeah. rise out the floor? Because he didn't, he didn't slink off to the side to do this because I assume to make the organ rise up from the stage is, is, requires a technical team mm. that have to be there to witness it and observe and make sure everything's going to regulation and make sure you know, Dave's arse is perfectly presented. And he made mm-hmm. this some time ago. So it's not even like, you know, he said, look, this might seem a bit of a strange request, but it's, you know, it's a Terry Jones, Monty Python reference. It seems like a a fittingly silly way to, you know, uh, commemorate him. But this this happened like, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. He just wanted to make it. He was just in a theatre that had an organ that could rise out of the stage. And he said, do you mind if I get all of my clothes off and sit on that seat? 
Oh my god, what if you remember how Dave Benson Phillips made that video for us for the Portal Goblin thing? Yeah. In his stack of DVDs, maybe he had burned this onto a DVD oh and this was part of the stack. Oh, it could have been there in the background. Be like the movie from The Ring. <laughs> Don't look at it. There's a reason it's only got three comments underneath it. Yeah. Maybe it's because everybody thought it was kind of a weird thing to do. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe it's a bit of a weird thing to do. But wait, the Dave Benson Phillips news continues. Oh my God. This also just in, Dave uh, is is uh, relaunching his YouTube channel, reinvigorating mm-hmm. it. He's starting various shows, including the P-Bone show, <gasps> where he yes. plays a P-Bone, which is a trombone made of plastic. He's learning Aww. how to do that. Right, I thought you meant he played as in he was, he was taking on the role of a character called P Bone. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, P Bone sounds a bit. I think Dave knows what he's doing in posting yes. a video of himself naked onto Twitter and calling his show the P Bone Show. I think he's yeah. very much self-aware. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, I, I take my hat off to Dave for working out, you know, the the formula for good content on the internet. Um, well, while you're at it, you might as well take off the rest of your clothes as well. Yeah, or may- maybe so. Get my pee bone out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he deserves everything. There is more Dave news. What? Oh, for God's no. sake. Dave has been commissioned by a Triple Jump fan <gasps> to uh, voice a, a short animated skit based on, I believe, the intro to Samurai Jack. Is that right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Dave does the narration uh about Ben and I doing worst games ever and the whole Portal Goblin story. So someone has paid Dave Benson Phillips good money to no longer be left out of it. And Dave <laughs> has apparently accepted that job. So I'd like he to took think the money. Yeah, he took the money. I think he might be over it, you know. He does follow us on Twitter now. He does. If you're listening, Dave, which once upon a time might have seemed like a far-fetched thing to say, but I think at the (laughs) moment it's entirely likely he might be checking out what we're up to. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, genuinely, really enjoying everything that you're doing right now. Just getting yourself into the tabloids. Keep it up. Keep it up. Please. But not in the theatre. No. Don't do don't do that in there. But you're providing us with just endless endless things to talk about and i hope i hope you approve dave what could the future hold i like just when you think it couldn't get any any better like you see the organ video it's it's the future truly post brexit knows no bounds what i like the most about that video is that he has i don't know if he was i like to think he wasn't given instructions because when we gave him instructions he didn't he it was like putting two two what's the what's the term peter you know it when you put two matching poles of a magnet together uh two like repelling sure yeah that'll do yeah basically that's how he was with instructions he actively did everything he could not to follow them whereas here it seems he's taken a huge very very confident leap two feet first into a portraying himself with an accent that is Probably problematic. Yeah, borderline not okay. In many circles. I Maybe it's, it's Jack Bradshaw who made it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all around good boy. Maybe he had the confidence to give feedback on the first, like, yeah, first audio so. recording. Do you reckon he made him do it again? Yeah, I was like, oh, Dave, come on. I'm, I'm paying you good money here. But we, we just re- re- 
drew away from it in fear that we were, we were going to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, Dave, in that video, he does the nerds shout very, very accurately. So <laughs> so well. He was either given very good instruction from the start and followed it this time, or uh, when he handed it back and went, a bunch of nerds, uh, Jack was like, no, Dave, you say it like this. So, um, But there you go. That's Dave News. God knows what we'll be talking about in a fortnight's time. Uh, to say? I think the next step, though, from Dave getting naked on stage would be if there's just some kind of collaboration. I mean, he's back into the YouTube game now. He's doing webby telly. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, Dave and Vidiots, Dave and Triple Jump, Dave and Parrot Boy are just, just Michael's Twitter alone. What a, oh, what a home what, of... What could happen? I, I, the I two hope? best Twitter <laughs> Twitter games out there combining forces oh i couldn't even imagine but i i hope his future does hold more collaborations he gets himself out there because i think the people want it but it's just we need to he needs to get out there put himself in these situations and make it happen he will become yeah. viral he become the national hero he once was he still is but he could really really become the most nationalist hero no nope, no nope, not nationalist <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> And, and just big it hero, was a big superlative. hero. It he was... already set off a balloon in a BHS, didn't he? He already did a bomb scare. Oh yeah! Oh dear. I think I think na- the national nationalist, the nationalist hero there of all. Yes. Yeah. Let's go with that, and let's m- please not talk about Dave Benson Phillips for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Let's try. That Leave him out of it, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots the Official. Boom. Vidiots. Boom. Podcast. Boom. Boom. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three us, where everybody brings a, a thing, thing along, along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Now, Michael, we'll, we'll fucking get to you in a minute, oh, okay? Don't... Dad, no, please. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk to you in a minute. Don't yeah. even. Don't even worry about it. It might even be the first question we've got. So you just sit there oh, and you think about what you've done. I, I want to stop thinking, please. No, <sighs> it's there for everyone to see. We'll talk about you in a minute. Okay. How is everyone though? Are we? Are we good? How are we We're doing? Good. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. It's a Wednesday evening. We're Indeed. out of Europe. Do you oh, feel wealthier now? I've forgotten. Don't don't keep talking about it. I mean, we're in Europe. Yeah. It's okay, there's a transition period of 11 months where we can still pretend that we're European. My uh, my dad came back from, I think he was in Germany, uh, on the first day after we left the EU. And uh, when he got home, I said, oh, did you have to go through the, the non-EU immigration? And he said, no, no, you just go through the, the same one because it's transition period. So nothing's no. changed, really. No. Right. Yeah. It's just with like that stamp of condemnation, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is the embarrassing moment before it truly becomes a bit shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like NASA put out a statement: there's a meteorite heading towards Earth, and there's going to be total global in- annihilation in about 364 days. Enjoy. Yeah. Oh, thank God, thank got God. time. That's that's a treat. That one. Before we begin the show with a question from. Twitter. Would you guys like to know who is in the Podron Squadron this week? 
Absolutely. These amazing, powerful, sexy, brilliant, uh, good at sports people. Yeah. Have financially supported us over at streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official. If you donate any amount, it's very much appreciated. You get a shout out at the beginning and at the end of the show. It helps us keep doing it and also allows us to occasionally buy things we shouldn't, like a pigeon tattoo or a Spider Man PS4 or. I don't really know what Peter treats himself to. A trip to a castle. Yeah, a trip to a castle. There we go. I don't have to pay. I'm a member. Oh. Membership to the National Trust. Well, there you Trust. get a membership. Yeah. It's unlimited castles. Yeah. So let's have a look at all these castles here. We've got Donkosis, Callum Story, Dave Benson, Hetty oh. Bo Betty, Prince Beefcakes, Snossages, Katie Kin Solo. Thank you so much for a very, very, very generous donation. Thank you. Thank you, Katie Kins. Lord Brotovich, Carl Richardson, Soap Slaps, Richard, Peter's Fridge Freezer, The Refined <laughs> Raptor Reginald, Jack Jennykins, Tom Carey, Matt Fulton, The Fucker Upper, nice. B255, Actually Dave Benson Phillips, <laughs> Carry the Worst, Sad Student Fox 42, Calcifer the Dragon, Arseface, Chav Chav Ramirez. <laughs> Kitchen, it says that this time. Kitchen <laughs> Sluts. Ashley's Bingo Ball Bot Bot. <laughs> Say moth aggressively. Moth. moth. Corrosion. The Nutella. A Red Bug. L Baker 97. Arthur from Natural 9. Sir Digby. Stephen Scodes. Amy Dosange. Got, got, I remember it now, Amy. Fin, Finley La- Lavery Lavery. The Jinkle. Simone Milher, Jack Without the Sea, Mikey Wallace Nightmare, Emily Lemons, and Monica from Santa Monica. Thank you very much. Oh, I love just listening to the names in that segment every time. It's amazing. It's a magical experience. They get they get crazier every week. And uh, as I said, streamlabs.com forward slash video. It's official. You get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. And it's very, very, very much appreciated. We love you all. We love you. You are all simply amazing. Are you ready for a question? Yes, please. Michael, will you join us at the front of the classroom, please? Yes. One sec. Let me just close my planner. Pull your pants up, boy. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Sorry. No, leave leave the bouncy ball there. Oh, but it's my favorite one. Are you chewing? No, no. It's 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 my other bouncy ball. We do not need your comments here, Mikey Johnson. (laughs) Sorry, sir. I'll approach the front of the classroom. This question comes from Addy at 2Addy2United on Twitter. And it reads, Mikey, why? (laughs) I think first, for the few people who may not have seen it, maybe Mikey what begin with? Yeah, so basically I dressed up as Wallace from Wallace and Gromit in the most horrifying way I could think of. I'm not going to say anything else. If you haven't seen it yet, pause the podcast, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, sleeping, or whatever, <laughs> go to the YouTube channel, give it a watch, and then come back. You know you know when it, it's late at night and you get an idea in your head and it sticks? Yes. And you suddenly get this whirlwind of motivation like never before. I, for some yes. reason, had that about this, and I'm very proud of myself, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, the, the outfit was great, considering yeah. you just got it from a charity shop like that day. Was it that same day that you got it? Same day I filmed it. I got up in the morning and I went, I, I prepared 
for to like spend the day looking at charity shops because mm. I like it's it's not the most specific outfit, but it's definitely like I want to find something that looks accurate. Otherwise, it it would look shit, which would be a shame. Yeah, I um, mean the the shirt and tie not so hard. I just need a red tie and a white shirt, but a a green vest jumper. Not yeah. hard, not easy to find, but you you, you got no. it. Yeah, well, but I was going to say that everybody knows when you donate stuff to a charity shop, or basically every single item of clothing in a charity shop, is there because a man or a woman has died. <laughs> and that's yeah. the only reason they're there. And the fact that you were able to find that full outfit leads me oh, to no. the very sad conclusion no, no. <laughs> that fict- fictional Wallace is dead. No, he God. can't be. Well, he lives on in me, I guess. I, I'm happy it's, to carry the torch. I hope you're ready to report for duty. It's like Spider-Man or duty. Batman. You, you, someone else just takes up the cowl once the, the original the one has died. sweater vest down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I say, the Michael? Yes. The cheese. Uh, yes. The, um, when you were... <laughs> I'm trying to think of... What's the best way to describe it? When you were running at the camera from yeah. the darkness... Yeah. Um, <laughs> You looked a bit like Matt Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a few people say that, and I wholeheartedly agree. And now I know I can never go bald because I'll just look like Matt Lucas. <laughs> Not saying he's, he's ugly, but I don't, I don't want to be Matt Lucas. He's got a look. He's got a look. Yeah. It's his look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it just... I bought body paint and just Claudia slathered it, slathered it on me. It was very cold and moist and horrible. Yeah. The swimming cap was definitely two sizes too small. And I think I wore the outfit for a total of two hours before I went in the shower and got it off. And holy shit, I, I've never had a headache like that. It was it was oh. a struggle to think. I couldn't speak. Oh, my God. <laughs> Being Wallace is hard, man. Bath. Yeah, well, it's God. just cheese, isn't it? Just cheese, yeah. constant cheese. It's just cheese. What's going on in your head, Wallace? Just cheese. cheese. I loved the, uh, the close-ups of you where you could just see the body paint sort of on yeah. your stubble, on your beard, just yeah. the texture of hairy chin and and white paint was quite something. There are many things I do for online content, but shaving my beard is not one of them. I'm terrified to see what lies beneath. <laughs> Can you give us a rough timeline from idea to execution? What was the turnaround of this? Actually, I can give you pretty much the exact time that I got the idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Did you message, you message Claudia? Claudia and said, <laughs> "I want to be Wallace." On Thursday, the 30th of January, at 24 minutes past midnight, I made mm-hmm. a tweet. You ever just go on, cos- on the cosplay tag on TikTok and accidentally oh, yeah. spend three hours trapped in a vicious loop of despair and it's awful, but you can't pull yourself away from it? It was pretty much when I made that tweet when I had the idea. That's and, it. I mean, that rapid production there, all the way from Thursday to Saturday, bam, done. God. Every waking moment. You're at your desk just thinking about what shenanigans you're going to get up to in various charity shops around Bristol. (laughs) I think that's what we're constantly thinking is what shenanigans is Michael getting up to right now? You know, whether they are costume related or uh, farting related, you know, uh, shreddies. It could be anything. anything. He could be making a video where he farts 72 times. 74, oh, actually, Peter. 74. Oh, wow. sorry. <laughs> this is the magical thing, though, is that Peter and I had to waive all responsibility when we moved away. Yeah. And we don't have the time or the creative uh, sort of juices left over to apply to these sorts of things in our spare time anymore because we used to do it full-time for vidiots, and yeah. now we have to run 
triple jump like it's an actual business. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we come home, we just want to watch TV. And Michael's like, no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I've still got plans. Yeah. It's a treat. I feel just like a member of the, the Vidiot's audience now. I can just come home. Yeah. Once in a blue moon, there's a new video to watch. It's like, <laughs> Is this oh. what 2018 was like? God, we spoiled people, didn't Jesus we? Jesus, madness. Yeah. What a treat. You never knew what those crazy kids were going to get up to next. That's why I made this one a stealth release, because I was like, <laughs> I, I don't want to say the video. I don't want to say, hey, heads up, I'm just going to make a video where I dress as Wallace, because I, I, I mean, that's a weird message to receive. I was <laughs> debating sending the picture of me in the costume, but I thought, the video's essentially done. I've just got to edit it. It'd be, it'd be with them in like mere hours so you get the surprise just like everybody else oh absolutely no yeah by all means just surprises <laughs> any, at any given time Claudia asked are you sure Ben and Peter will be fine with this were you, were you fine with it <laughs> I mean, definitely are you I mean, talk, like well, mentally no but no fr- from a professional standpoint absolutely <laughs> that's all I that mean, matters I can tell you how fine I was with it if we're able to move <laughs> Onto my uh, thing. Oh, good. Segue. Oh, we're doing this. Are we doing yeah. this? It's very unorthodox. Do you mind me. if I call up the authority? <laughs> uh, by, by all means. Okay, let me just just gotta quickly send it. Tweet to the authority. Give right. A and this is. <sighs> Do you mind if Peter does his thing? After the first question. Okay, here we go. Right, bear with me, Peter. I'm bearing this. Shouldn't, so shouldn't take fine. a minute. Shouldn't yeah. take a minute. <laughs> just need to run it through an interpreter first. Yeah, yeah it's just going to take a second. Yeah, that's um, all right. These things take time. It's hard to calculate a good response. Yeah, they do. Um, so much bureaucracy you've got to go through. It's oof. yes, a lot, isn't it? Well, we're in that. What was it? That eleven-month period, the transition period. Yeah, yeah. well, because it's a European, it's a, it's a trans, it's a transnational thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, uh, Michael. Yeah. Someone wanted to know. Just while we're waiting. Someone wanted to know if you encountered again without spoiling anything. Encountered any issues with uh, security guards? Security guards, no. I was terrified. I think you can probably see how uncomfortable I look in that video. Yeah. There's bits That's I when clipped you realized out. what you'd done. Yeah. I just like I was walking around like arms stiff, just kind of t posing around the place, going, "This, this is uh, the, the studios." But no, no security guards. There's no one in the office, which I think, I think a security guard would have seen the lighter side of it, and I wouldn't have been arrested. But who knows? I'm I would sh- have loved for Nick Park to have been working late. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Oh, hello, childhood hero. Um, <laughs> you found me at my worst moment. It's me. Look what you did. Uh, oh, we've got a reply. Oh, oh thank God. Uh, it says, rules boss speaking, which of course is an anagram of yes, absolutely. I think you're good, Peter. Go for it. Okay, great. Fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. So you want to know uh, how, you know, whether, whether we were okay with it. I mean, we were we were okay with you creating the content and putting it on the channel in terms of you know whether you should be allowed to do that of course you should were we okay with you doing it and exposing our minds to it well no because i actually had a dream about it the night that it happened (laughs) no i am so sorry (laughs) um now it's it's probably slightly less exciting than uh than you think it wasn't some sort of horrible nightmare where i was you know (laughs) 
tied up by cheese strings and you were coming at me with crackers uh, dressed as Wallace. But I had a dream that the three of us were all together down in Bristol uh, and Ben and I were just sort of standing around together and you walked up to us dressed as Wallace uh, and we were going, oh my God, Mikey, that's that's great, that's great. And in in as dream logic goes... You handed us each uh, a, some really old sort of mid-90s brick mobile phones. Yeah. Uh, you gave one to me and one to Ben. And we all thought that was really funny because in the logic of the dream, there was some sort of... It was it was like a reference to Wallace and Gromit. Like, oh, you know how Wallace has that mobile phone in Ooh, Wallace classic. and Gromit. Yeah. So we all thought it was hilarious. Uh, and they were sort of powered by AA batteries on the back. Uh, nice. So my thing was not just to tell you that slightly unexciting, not really nightmare about the Wallace costume. I mean, the, the fact that I'm permeating your dreams is enough for me. Well, absolutely. <laughs> but my thing uh, was to ask you guys, do you have any uh, super scary nightmares that you've ever had or like a recurring dream or just a really strange dream that you remember? Because we've not really talked about dreams that much that we've had. And I think, you know, a lot of people have stories about nightmares they used to have. I have a very similar dream, like in a similar vein to the one you've just talked about, Peter, in that when I released the fart video... uh, I I think a, a couple of nights later, I had a stress dream where I went to work and I was fired and everyone was really angry with me and I've <laughs> never felt so bad. Oh, no. To the point where I woke up on the morning and it took me a few minutes to for me to realize, oh, I'm not actually fired. I've still got a job. Oh, <laughs> it's just like, And I put my professional career on the line for this shit and <laughs> it, 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 it haunts my dreams as well as yours. Oh, Peter. <laughs> yes. A uh, quick question about your dream when oh, yeah. you met Wallace. Uh, hashtag make Ben fast in 2020. Yes. Hashtag new year f- fast me. Yeah. How fast was I in the dream? <laughs> I'm afraid we were both just sort of standing together. Or was I standing stationary. fast? Oh, yeah, you were standing real fast. And I'm sure okay. you, you grabbed the mid-1990s bad mobile phone with two AA batteries in the back of it really quickly, really fast. Good. Good. from Wallace I needed um, that thank you yeah. and we were we were just so amused because it's it's the Wallace thing isn't it you know how he carries around two <laughs> bad mobile phones we would thought oh Mikey oh you've gone you've gone the whole hog you've oh, even got really the two mobile it. phones really did you try to make a happen. call and then say oh there's something wrong with the controls <laughs> oh, <laughs> if only oh. and we all laughed and high-fived oh, that's um, beautiful I I had a I had a nightmare as a child when I was about uh, seven years old, maybe, that has stuck with me in my head. I I occasionally have... I don't really remember my dreams very often, like nowadays, um, but I sometimes wake up from a bit of a recurring theme, even though it takes place in different places, where I'm climbing up like a steep hill, and the more I climb, the steeper it gets. But I sort of commit to the, to the, to the climb until it ends up like a vertical cliff face and I'm climbing up this cliff for far too long before I realize, oh, I'm getting really high now. 
and it actually starts to bend backwards so I'm almost climbing oh, like the underside of something and then I look down and I'm like 80 feet off the ground oh my god uh, but that's not the nightmare I was about to describe from when I was seven years old which uh, was um, I I woke up in my bedroom so I thought I was awake um, I went into my parents bedroom because in the house I lived in as a child uh, the upstairs bathroom was just an ensuite off their bedroom and we had like a we had one downstairs but uh, we, we used to just go through my parents bedroom and go to their ensuite they didn't really mind um, and uh, I walked into their bedroom and they weren't there and it was really dark no one was in the house and I was like what what's going on where where is everyone and suddenly I spotted in the darkness next to me this like horrible little like three foot kind of gobliny elfy man uh he didn't have like big like bat ears like big goblin ears he was he was basically like humanoid but with just like a pointy nose and like you from the future yeah it was me (laughs) from the future if i was a sort of creature uh and in his hand he had a plastic frankenstein mask that belonged to my brother uh and he, I think you mean Frankenstein's monster. I do. I absolutely oh! didn't know. It was a mask of the of the doctor. No, it, wasn't. it was it was the monster. Your brother had excellent taste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the goblin grabbed me by the shoulder in one hand, and with the other hand, he had the mask on his hand, and he sort of pushed it against my stomach, and his I could feel his claws like coming through the mask just into my stomach. Oh my god! And he just made this noise. He went like. Aah! like that and then I woke up and it was the, just the most horrific vivid nightmare I've ever had in my life oh my god uh, That's, what does that mean I don't know I don't want to know the, has the he mask, ever visited you again the goblin the empty house the noise it's extra terrifying because it's that layer of you wake up thinking it's reality it's it's yeah. just like your your house but in a, in a dream you're not aware and then suddenly goblin that's yeah. the best kind of dream where you don't know if it's real or not he got me, that goblin boy. What about you, Ben? Do you have have you had ever had like a nightmare that stuck with you, or? Uh, I mean, entirely possibly, but I'm very good at repressing things yeah. and <laughs> not remembering them when I wake up. I also don't dream very often. Hmm. I just sleep yeah. and then wake up. I tend to do that. Uh, I, speaking of stress dreams, <laughs> I did have one last year. You remember that time I'd finished streaming on a Tuesday? I had. Like turned off the computer or whatever, uh, or or at least I'd 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 stopped streaming, and then I went back upstairs. You came downstairs to do a voiceover, yeah, and somehow it started to stream again, and we're not entirely sure how, because I'd stopped streaming, <laughs> and Peter was being live streamed from the corner of the room, just the <laughs> yeah. audio, of of him doing a voiceover, and we started to get tweets saying, um, I don't think this is meant to happen. And so I, I came running downstairs and I stopped the stream. And from then on, we've been very, very, very particular about muting the microphone. Making sure the microphone's off. Preferably the computer is just off. Yeah. Yeah. But that night, it for some reason, I had a stress dream about it. And I thought I thought there was a camera in my room and everyone was watching me in bed. Oh, God. And I couldn't shake it. And I, I oh, God, it freaked me out. And I had a horrible, horrible night's sleep. Just because... Oh, Jesus. Peter was nearly caught on camera saying something <laughs> without even knowing he was on stream. 
potentially, you know, he could have been caught saying something that he didn't think anyone else was going to hear. I could have been. Because, like, from time to time, I I just get, like, mad about just, like, stupid things. Like, if, if there's, like, noise from the other office across the hall or... You know, or or if I'm just incapable of reading that day, I'll go. Oh, what's this fucking sentence? What? Who wrote this fucking sentence? Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, even though it was, we were streaming for probably I don't remember, like ten minutes maybe. Oh my god! Um, like nothing, nothing incriminating came out of my mouth, other than the fact that I just kept like flubbing lines. I was, I did like, I re, I did like retakes of a line like ten times, and I was like, oh god. That went. That all went out live, and the the chat as well. I saw the chat afterwards, and people were just like all talking to each other, going, "Should we tell him? <laughs> oh no, I want to keep hearing it." And then when we stopped the stream, they were like, "Oh, I think he found out that he was streaming." I was like, <laughs> Look, "Fuck you fuck guys! Fuck you! Fuck you!" Yeah, that was. Um, it wasn't even me being b- being streamed, but that I don't know why. It really fucked me up. Gave you a stress stream. The oh, thought no. of that, yeah, was really frightening. I didn't like it at all. Oh, well, there we go. Nightmares. <laughs> Absolutely. That was fun. You. Thanks, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Mikey, for the... Uh, I mean, yours. it wasn't a nightmare, the one with you in. I got a free phone out of it, to be honest. So. But it's led to us recounting our horrors. So thank you, yeah. Peter it was Austin. Really good. <laughs> yes. It was a really, 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 really fucking fun one, that. <laughs> thanks, <Yeah>. Peter. <laughs> Let's move on to another question. This is from Saren at Undead Swine on Twitter. Very important question. What shape do you cut your sandwiches and or toast into? The world needs to know. Oh, Triangles. Triangle. Oh, that is the superior shape. Well, um, actually, ooh. triangles for toast. <laughs> yep. But, well, actually, not even that. What? Triangles for buttered toast or like, oh, I, don't, I don't have jam toast very often, but if it's just a slice of toast... With uh, with spread on it, triangles. Yeah. If it's an actual real life sandwich, or even a toast sandwich with cheese in, Ooh. oblongs, rectangles. Oh. You're a fucking oblong. Is there a reason for that, or is it just purely just something you do? It's just out of habit, I think. Or I mean, if if there's cheese in uh, cheese. in cheese, if there's cheese in a sandwich, then if I cut it down the middle, I'm cutting right between two slices of cheese, so I don't have like a a really tiny you know if you like cut if you cut diagonally you end up with tiny little pieces in the corners where you've oh, like yeah. bisected the edge of a slice um so that's why i do uh rectangles for sandwiches circles you guys are idiots whoa Ooh, yeah you ever had a circular level. sandwich fuck that sounds i guess is that more efficient i mean no 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 no, no. <laughs> there's so much wastage yeah. but you look like a fucking... No one sits next to you on the train. It's brilliant. <laughs> they sit as far... You want two seats? That's how you do it. Circular sandwiches. It's madman. I guess if you've got like... It's just a bread roll, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is? Well, well I've no, heard everyone. Really, I've it? heard people say roll, but I don't really know what that is. I just yeah. called them circular sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you've got like a meat round filling for your sandwich... That makes sense yeah. if you want like a consistent bread to meat filling ratio, but yeah, oh, I'm yeah. quite intrigued Billy now. Bear ham. Or if you're having like a, a pineapple sandwich, Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yum, my favourite. Yes, <laughs> pineapple sandwich. I tend to go rectangular for sandwiches. 
Yeah. Um, and honestly, the same for toast. The only time I do triangular is if you're talking cheese toasty, at which point right. it's already seared into that shape anyway. Yeah. So oh, you just got to cut along the lines. But I, I tell you what, here's my logic. When you're eating a rectangular sandwich, you can take three bites along the side yeah. until you get to the crust at the top, and that's a further three bites. So you get six mouthfuls there. <laughs> With the triangles, you take big, weird, pointy <laughs> yeah. bites on each yeah, side. Yeah, you stab it into the back of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, when you deep throat the sandwich, and then yeah. you've got one good bite in the middle, and then yeah. you've got a weirdly shaped... There's a lot of crust there. There's a, there's a lot of crust. Yeah. And unless you're getting your fillings perfect, I don't feel like it serves a great purpose as a sandwich. I feel like it works for toast, but I don't know about sandwiches. But then Tesco fucking cuts them all like that anyway. Ugh. I actually enjoy triangles more as a sandwich because when I have Ooh. them from Tesco, I really like having a, a triangle sandwich. But for some reason, I just don't do it for myself at home. No, it's it just a rare like a meal deal treat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the weird one now because I don't cut my sandwiches at all <gasps> what? or toast. I just have it whole. Mad. Fucking, fucking vegans. Oh, and <laughs> what else can they take from us? I don't want to inflict harm upon the bread. Jesus. But yeah, I <laughs> don't, I, Jesus. It just never crosses my mind, really. Like, yeah, prepackaged sandwiches, that's the way they are. But I, I'm not going to go spend the extra three seconds of effort to cut a sandwich in half when I, I think it's quite satisfying to hold this entire sandwich in your hand. You feel to powerful. be fair, something slightly weird that I do is if I have cheese on toast, not like a toasted sandwich, but it's just a single slice of bread with cheese on top of it, I eat that with a knife and fork. So Oof. Oof. that's that's pretty wild. Fancy boy over yeah. here. I just think that's despicable, really. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a cheese toasty forever. I now really, really want a cheese toasty. I sometimes have one on a weekend to treat myself. <laughs> yeah, it's a weekend thing, isn't it? Toasties. Yeah. <laughs> Never have a toasty on a weekday. What are you fucking lunatic it's madness he's got time for that so many crumbs deceptively messy yeah making a toasty do you ever clean out your cheese toasty maker or do you just sort of leave it oh i don't have a cheese i used to have a cheese toasty maker i just um you grill brief i briefly toast a piece of bread Mm. till it's only just turning into toast uh because you don't want to overdo it otherwise it'll burn in the oven and then i I, yeah i just grill it i put cheese on it and stick it under the grill Maybe it's like, you know, those Chinese teapots where they've been unwashed for hundreds of years and they've kind of got this layer of tea on them, which helps add to the flavor. Yeah. Is that what you'd be going for if you didn't clean your cheese toasty maker? Well, I mean, I do clean it, but usually it's just a cursory wipe around with a <laughs> with a piece of kitchen roll because it's such a pain in the ass to clean. Yeah. It stays hot for so long. Yeah. And then it's such an <laughs> awkward shape that you can't clean it easily. So you just sort of leave it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, you're still alive, so it's not done any damage yet. Yes, not hurt me, has it? I'm Ooh. fine. <laughs> Great. Well, we put the world to right there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Take that. Would you like a question or a thing? Mm, I'm happy to do my thing. Go on then. Okay, go, fingers. Go on, go on then. Go on then. Go on then. You fucking. I've got a stupendous tale from the magical <gasps> land. Of Stoke on Trent. No, wow. you haven't. I, I historic had, town on the River Trent. It's more than just a historic town on the River Trent now. This will completely change your perception of, of this wonderful, wonderful place. 
I had another thing planned for this podcast, but then I, I, I read about this 20 minutes before the podcast recording started. <laughs> so I just quickly scrambled something together. And I, I think it's quite fun. I, I hope you think it's fun too. Okay. In June 2001, Laura Buxton, who was almost 10 at the time, released a red balloon into the air over a hometown of Stoke-on-Trent. On one side of the balloon, she had written, please return to Laura Buxton. And on the other side, she had written her home address. A few weeks later, a man 140 miles away in Milton Lilburn found the balloon stuck in the hedge that separated his farm from his next door neighbours. He was about to discard the balloon until he noticed the name and address. And immediately he took the balloon round to his neighbour's house and showed it to the 10-year-old girl who lived there, whose name was also Laura Buxton. What? Oh, oh my God. She can travel through space. Fucking magic. Laura Buxton from Milton Lilburn wrote Laura Buxton from Stoke-on-Trent to let her know that she'd found the balloon. The two girls got in touch by telephone and the coincidence was amusing and harmless enough that the girls' parents arranged for them to meet face to face. Whereupon, they discovered a number of simil- similarities beyond the two girls sharing a name. I don't know why I'm making this spooky. It just kind of it gives it more dramatic <laughs> effect. It is a bit spooky. They were both girls! Ah! No! <laughs> when they met up, they realised the girls ended up being the same height, which was unusual because they were both quite tall for their age. They both had brown hair and wore it in a very similar style. They both had three-year-old black Labrador retrievers as pets at home, as well as both having grey pet rabbits. Is it Lindsay Lohan? Oh my god, it's Freaky (laughs) Friday. No, not Freaky Friday. Parent Trap. Yeah. There we go, that one. Or Transformers, I get confused. Transformers, that's the one. (laughs) Wait, I was Megan Fox, what am I talking about? No, same person, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. When they both uh, saw each other in real in in person, they realised they were wearing similar outfits comprised of pink sweaters and jeans. Ooh! Oh, oh what are the odds? <laughs> a ten-year-old girl wearing jeans and a jumper—how unimaginable! <laughs> I'm gonna have a stress nightmare about this. <laughs> I think this is the 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 main detail. Of this I find quite fun is when they both went to meet up. They both brought along their pet guinea pigs who happened to be the same colour and had the same orange markings on their hindquarters. Wow. That's, I, the, the other stiff, yeah, whatever, like, girls are all kind of the same, but the guinea pig, that's that's undeniable proof of something fucky going on. <laughs> that's true, the Matrix is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it was almost as if the two Laura Buxtons were the same person. Ooh. <gasps> I look. I, I now I'm reading Weird. it out loud. It's not as impressive as it was when I first read it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, yeah, I'm impressed. Be... And I, I mean, I, I was like, at the beginning is is impressive enough on its own. Just she releases a balloon. It travels 100 and what 30 miles? Did you say? Yeah, and yeah. Lands next door to a girl with the same name who's the same age. That that's that yeah, is that's it's very a statistical unlikely. anomaly, to yeah. say the least. And I, I did do my research. This is real. It's all confirmed. I did extensive research. I loaded up Snopes.com and typed in ah. the name. And it was there. Big You're tick marks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to fact check. I don't want to be spreading lies. Reminds me of a, um, a friend of mine said that they... I didn't actually see this program, but they said it was a program where they reunited um, identical twins who'd been separated at birth. Ooh. Um, and these two men got brought 
together through this program. And when they met, I think at an airport, uh, they were wearing almost an identical outfit um, and they wore their hair in the same way. And when they sat down, they had like the same mannerisms and stuff. Now that obviously makes a bit more sense biologically because they're identical twins. So maybe there's genetic predisposition, but it's still really interesting that you can raise identical twins uh, far apart from each other and that they can still grow up to be very similar. Like they were, they were sitting and they were, just stirring their coffee nervously like they weren't Aww. stirring it to stir it they they were just they had like one of those little stirrers little plastic stirrers and just sort of swirling their coffee just as a as a habit and they were both doing it which is just a weird little nuanced habit for two random people effectively random people to have uh but because they were twins hundreds of miles of separation didn't stop them both having that I'm sure twins operate on a special wavelength where no matter where they are in the world, they've got this little little thing that connects them and just makes them the same. They share experiences. They all end up the same. And yeah, I think that's weird. it's absolute proof of that. And it's scientific yeah. fact now. There you go. Yeah, the, the girls became friends afterwards. And I'm not sure when this information is dated, but they both still meet up semi-regularly whenever the t- schedules allow. And the last meetup was uh, before they both went to uni. Oh, so yeah, everything yeah, turned nice. out great. Thank God the other Laura Buxton wasn't a, a, a man in a child costume trying to assimilate her identity or something. I hate, I hate it when oh, men do that. It's just, oh, come on. Why do they Sixth do that? time. Awful. I mean, you know, the first Laura Buxton just wrote her name and address on on a balloon and sent <laughs> yes. it off around oh, the world. Yeah. And it landed in the it's field true. of a farmer, <gasps> Mr. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, anything could have happened. Wow. Oh, my God. Maybe, yeah. Oh, why don't you come over here and meet me? There's a girl next door with the same name as you. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't do that. Surely not. Right. Did you guys never do anything similar? Yeah, yeah. No, Um. I don't think... I don't know if I ever put my name on, on a thing like that, but I've, I'm aware of the idea of sending balloons off or little messages in bottles. Yeah. yeah. I had a message in a bottled ship. Oh, yeah. nice. Kit, sorry, I threw it off the back of a ferry. <laughs> Did you get it back? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where it is now. Probably uh, in a whale's tummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only balloon I've ever released was, it must have been like eight years old or something, and I had like this nice big Pikachu balloon. You know the type. The kind of tin I do. Is that the one where the valve is on his... In his bum hole. Yeah. Oh, in his bum hole. Okay. <laughs> I remember just being in my garden and I had the urge to let it go, let it go. And I just stood there, watched it float away and instantly felt very sad because I secretly, well, I still wanted it and there's no way of getting it back now. It's just floating off. No, oh, catch Somewhere on. 130 miles away, Michael Jugson picked it up. <laughs> and he sold it for drugs. Yeah. yeah. What are the or odds garlic. that Michael uh, Johnson's balloon should be picked up by someone with almost the same name as him? Jekyll Monson. <laughs> well, go. that was wonderful. That's my little Thank thing. you, Michael. Thank you. That was a lovely little trip down uh, Coincidence Lane. Thank oh. you. Oh. Let's answer this question. This is from Jamshed, at Mighty Jamshed on Twitter. If DBP and the remaining chuckle had a <laughs> WWE match, who would win? And by what method would they win? Oh, I mean, Dave has wrestled. Yeah, he's Dave got has experience. wrestled. 
He does Bronco Busters, I've seen that because it looks vaguely sexual and he obviously gravitated towards that. I, because I, why wouldn't he? Yeah. I feel like Mr. Chuckle, you know, they grew up in Rotherham, the North. I feel like they didn't have an easy upbringing, so I think they're hardened to the world a bit. You know, they don't take no shit. Well, he Maybe. doesn't take no shit. But oh. perhaps Barry did all the fighting for Paul, and oh. now Paul's left Paul's without his wing. Fighter. That's yeah. true. But maybe it could be some kind of handicap match where it's Dave Benson Phillips, but it's it's Paul with Barry, the ghost. What, as he is now, or the ghost <laughs> yes, of him? The ghost. Oh, dear. The ghost. Okay. Have you not... I mean, I know you haven't, but in in wrestling, Vince McMahon... Mr. Wrestling once teamed yeah. up. Um, I think he. I think he had a match against God. <laughs> right. And there yeah. was a spotlight that that followed something <laughs> to the ring. Oh, that is amazing! Beat, Holy shit! He beat God. Uh, he beat him. He beat God. Wow. I'm fairly sure he was in a feud with uh, Shawn Michaels, who was was recently very Christian. Yeah. Um, who'd worked through some stuff and come out the other side of it. And so Vince McMahon had a match against his beloved God and beat him. Wow. So there is there is previous for this. Hap- Stranger things have happened in wrestling. Oh, absolutely. Have. <laughs> if Paul wanted to team with Barry, he could. Yeah. Anything. And I'm possible. just saying that might throw Dave off. Could it be a, a no DQs match as well? So weapons are allowed. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. 100%. So, yeah, well, what else are you going to do? You need Gunge. Dave needs Gunge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Paul well, and Barry need a, a, a long a long plank carried over their shoulder or oh, a, yeah. a step Spinning ladder. It around. Yeah. Allow me to flex my wrestle knowledge a little mm-hmm. in that there are frequently strange, uh, they're called stipulation matches where yeah. they're not regular first person to be pinned or tapped out wins or loses they're strange things there was famously one i think it was called judy bagwell on a pole match <laughs> where one of the wrestlers mums was or on a on a forklift or something and they had to get her down or something i'm not entirely <laughs> sure what the context was the point is you can make up pretty much any kind of match that's relevant to the participants so we could come up with a it could just be the the gunge tank match Kind of yeah. like a buried alive match where the first person to get gunged loses. Oh, nice. Oh, so yeah. there's all sorts of things we could do here outside of the realms of a regular match. Shit. Okay. I think we'll establish the two people's, you know, main moves and then we'll work from there. So I think okay. it makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I think Peter mentioned it. Uh, Paul has, you know, the slapstick approach where he picks up things, whacks him over the head, and Dave has to have gunge. That is like the, the slippery element of it makes it into a real chaos match while Paul's trying to whip around where a ladder falls over, wax himself out. Yeah. I think that's that's a that's a good solid start for a match. Okay. What else has Dave got going for him though? I mean like he he has wrestled, so he knows he's got some DVDs. DVDs stack of DVDs. <laughs> yeah. They could fall over those, maybe. How how about we come up with a couple of moves? for each of the participants here but they've okay. got to be pun based i've got a couple of ideas we've got the gunk dunk there's the gunk dunk <laughs> yeah. uh there's um put your cocks back which oh, i think yes. is just a swift kick to the nads um maybe paul could do to knee to you and he just knees them in the face 
Like it. Yeah. Any other ideas? What else could we do? DBP could maybe do a thing where he fl- where he throws large foam chips at, <laughs> at Paul as though yeah. he's the giant baby man. And as part of the game, Paul has no choice but to catch them in his mouth. He can't yeah. not do it. it. It's irresistible to him. Mm-hmm. Paul does the chuckle slam in place of his choke slam. <laughs> oh, good. very good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a wrestler called DDP as well. So <laughs> Dave Benson could just take his theme music because it starts, it's me, it's me, it's DDP, and he could just dub over it. And he could then do a DDT on the... He could. A Dave Denson Tillips on, <laughs> on his enemies. Yeah, right into the gunge. Yeah. I think... I, I'm I'm inclined to say that Dave has got it. You reckon? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, actually, well, yeah. I mean, I guess age-wise, he's more athletic. He's 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 more resilient. He's experienced. He's had to carry uh, washing machines when he's when he's done a show, and he gets his free <laughs> washing machine he afterwards. Has. And they just say, "Look, we can't buy you a new one, but you can just take the one from the community center." <laughs> Didn't you say earlier in the intro, Ben? Didn't you tell us, let's not talk about Dave for the rest of the podcast? <laughs> mm. I may have been you lying. You knew you'd brought a question along. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I did this. I, I did do this. It's mm. worth it. It's worth it. I think Paul Chuckle will win after interference from Neil Buchanan. Ah. Oh. See, I was thinking about Neil. I, I wasn't sure whether to bring up another member of the Pantheon. but <laughs> Well, we may as well. It's a battle royale. Was it Mankind who had the head... Uh, no, no, that's, um, you're thinking of the job squad, you're thinking of Al Snow. <laughs> Al Snow. He was the one who ran around with the mannequin head. <laughs> yeah, so it's, Neil could do that, he could have the head. Hello! Ho, ho, ho! What is wrestling? Oh, wrestling's, it's, uh, it's difficult to explain. Like... It's like if, um, it's like if a child had never seen superheroes and tried to design some themselves. Yeah. yeah. That's wrestling. Man, I want to get into wrestling now. I just want like a playlist of these like these weird matches. Oh, um, Cultaholic will help you out there. Cultaholic.com. There we go. Well, there nice we go. Nice little plug for you. Nice. Here's how the end of this match goes down, guys. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's reached it's reaching its climax. You've got Paul with a gob full of big foam chips. <laughs> You've got Dave on the other side. He's exhausted. He's been uh, kneed in the face several times and been hit by a big plank of wood or a ladder a lot. And just as Dave is staggering towards Paul, about to deliver the devastating Dave Denson Tillips (laughs) right into the gunge, uh, Paul, uh, or Barry even, sorry, sneezes and sends ghost plasm all over the referee and Dave. Oh, God. And they're, and they're temporarily blinded and they can't see. And who's this coming through the crowd? <gasps> Hello. <laughs> it's it's Neal Snow and Head. And he yeah. runs in and he, cre- he gets this big salt shaker out for the big art attack. And he just puts it all in Dave's eyes and face. Yeah. And then he rolls back out of the ring just as the ref turns back around oh no you've missed you've missed the important one he he also quickly got in his finisher the control splat oh, the control splat yeah nice. he, he did a controlled splat to his <laughs> yeah. this is the control splat right in his face with the salt shaker rolls out of the ring yeah. ref turns around 
Barry's like, shit, this is my moment. Paul, sorry. <laughs> Barry's had his moment. He did his bit. Paul pushes him. Dave's like, Whoa, oh, and he goes falling into the gunge tank. Winner. Paul Chuckle. Paul oh Chuckle. Oh, my God. You I would it. pay good money for that pay-per-view. Holy shit. I would. Someone recreate that in 2K20. <laughs> Commentated by Dick and Dom on the, oh, on the desk. Moment. Yeah. Inside. Just for half an hour of the game, the screaming borgies at each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't hear anything that's happening in the ring because they're just yelling louder and louder. Yeah. Oh, Brilliant. amazing. Ben, you've got a future in writing wrestling. I've got to say. Yeah. How they should have booked. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, I, hope, I hope we all painted a magical picture for people at home there. Oh, yeah. What could have mm. been if they were wrestlers after they were TV personalities. Yeah. Got another question here. This is from Boof, at Boof on Twitter. Oh, I recognise that name. I know that one. We know that one. Aliens are planning to build a hyperspace expressway and the route goes directly through Earth. Ah, no. What do you show them to convince them to spare Earth and construct a (laughs) B-road? I think just the video of me dressing up as Wallace, I think that's enough to scare <laughs> no, them away. No, they would fucking distri- they'd build two roads through Earth. <laughs> they would. Fuck it, you're getting a motorway. Well, they'd, they'd redirect the road away from such a horrible place, but still destroy Earth anyway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, maybe I didn't think this through. They'd yeah. blow it up. They'd blow <laughs> all of it up. Uh, I would uh, I would show them the excellent quality available over on twitch.tv forward slash boof. If you'll forgive Peter, a bit of... Peter, why is your uh, nose so brown? Sucking up there. <laughs> um, I don't know. Our channel. Just everything about it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's yeah. the ultimate high-level art form. That's it. I yeah. think the the video of Dave rising out of the stage <laughs> naked on a, an organ would probably have similar effects to Michael's video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what if we show them the danger of traffic by showing them that Peter gets hit by a car one and two? Yeah, we and could. And then they'll be like, actually, no, no more cars. Yeah, what these about, are bad. Uh, the just the the, hev- the 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 cover headline of the time that the seagull vomited on dave benson phillips's car. shit shit on his car shit on his car so, well it did both didn't it as it i recall took a vomit and a shit um <laughs> just to tell them look this this is a world where wonderful things happen like yeah. this good things i mean i'm not saying it's here. good that dave's car got messed up i'm just saying I it's am. a good story I okay am. What was the name of that chihuahua that got stolen a while ago? Oh, oh I'll find out for you. Fuck, tiny or something. I'm just thinking Benji. maybe the seagull who took that chihuahua knew of this incoming plan for destruction for Earth and so took the chihuahua up to the space aliens, presented it to them, and it, and it restored their faith in our ability to be a good, a good planet. Oh, it was a good seagull all along. Yeah. Gizmo. 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 <laughs> his sacrifice was worthy but now he's living with the aliens on their planet doing really cool stuff the worst part about that story was when they found like a dog's <laughs> leg on a roof yeah. and everyone was like oh no gizmo then they confirmed it wasn't gizmo it was another <laughs> yep. dog it was a which is different horrible. dog yeah can a seagull eat a chihuahua do seagull eat dogs did a seagull <laughs> steal a dog do seagulls attack do seagulls attack small dogs God, there's been a development in the Gizmo story by the looks of it, actually. What? Oh my 
God. So it's not, sadly, it's not Gizmo, but it's something else. The headline reads, Seagull drops paw of dog or cat near where Chihuahua was snatched. Oh, Oh, no. Has ornithologist Peter Rock been involved again? (laughs) (laughs) God, there's, there's a picture, a quite graphic picture of the paw, and below is a picture of Gizmo. And I mean, the fur looks remarkably similar. It's him then. That's it. In fact, we've oh done it. It's got to be him. They we found him one tenth of Gizmo. Posters are going up in the search for Gizmo. Justice for Gizmo. Yeah. He's gone. He's fucking no, gone. No, he's not. He was shat out onto Dave's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, I think that's a pre- I think all of those are excellent reasons to yeah. stay away from Earth. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. I've got a thing. Oh. Thing me. It's time for some weird fake news. Yes. <gasps> I have collected in my travels across the internet this afternoon, <laughs> I found four news stories. Some of them are real. <gasps> and some of them are from fictional satire website, The Onion. Madness. And this, these all come from a uh, web, uh, a, sorry, a Reddit subreddit called Not the Onion, because sometimes news is so ridiculous it might actually be from satirical website The Onion. And it's up to the boys here, or the girls, to decide whether or not these news stories are real or from satirical news website The Onion. I, as I did last time, I have altered the headlines ever so slightly to make them feel a little bit more ambiguous because the the Onion often words their headlines in a way where it's quite easy easy to spot that they're ridiculous and not real. Lifeguard will save child once his uh, once he's finished his jammy dodger, or whatever, <laughs> you know, something exactly. like that. Real, exactly, real, real. <laughs> totally real. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Here is the first headline. I will run through them. I'll allow you to comment on each one, and then I'll run back through them, and you can tell me whether or not you think they're real. Okay? Sick. Sick. Blind man's vision returns after bravely being hit by a car on level crossing. Bravely Bravely. (laughs) What a hero that man who uh, crashed into the blind man was. On a level crossing. So there there could have been a train involved or, or a car... And a, a blind man. There's three modes of transport all meeting together on one one spot. I'm in my head. I've got this picture of a blind man accidentally going onto a level crossing when a train is fast approaching, and so this hero slammed into him with the car to get him out of the path of the speeding train. I think that's bravely, 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 bravely knocked down a, bravely. a blind man. Okay, that's an important thing here. Next one. Yep. Fiona the Hippo attempts to make Super Bowl pick, vomits on Kansas City. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, I, that I mean, mean... That sounds... Well, the first half, it's a bit out there, but the second half, a, a, a rhino vomiting on Kansas City, just as in the city? Hippo. Pl- plausible. A hippo. I think it, it oh. vomited on sort of the logo of... I, oh, I, no. I'm guessing... Remember that octopus that predicted the World Cup until, like, the <laughs> semi-finals or something? Yeah. I think that someone, some zoo will be doing that again and they've placed like melons on different crests of teams 
and then the hippo came in and instead of picking up a melon it just vomited that's i'm th- i i will probably say that one is real when the time comes i'm going to say it's real but for a different reason just because the name fiona for a for a hippo sounds so perfect <laughs> it's too perfect to not be real yeah florida troopers find narcotics in a bag labeled bag full of drugs <laughs> it's florida it has to be true oh i hope that's true florida man's at it again <laughs> Brilliant. And finally, Iranian factory makes handy U.S. and Israeli uh, sorry Israeli flags to burn. <laughs> Wait, what does Iranian factory makes oh. handy U.S. and Israeli flags to burn? I love that phrasing, handy. Uh, handy. I like the idea, but I think that that sounds onionish to me. What? Sounds I'm like a, a reworded onion. I'm unsure. I'll, I think when we recount them all, I'll make my decision. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's time. Let's start at the top. Blind man's vision returns after bravely being hit by a car on level crossing. That bravely is throwing me off. Yeah, that's... I think I'll say... Although, what would the onion version be if this was an onion? Like, where's the joke there? Maybe it has to be real. yeah, Yeah, I can't see it as an onion article. Is it real? Yeah, I'll say real. A Polish man who was blind for more than two decades is reportedly able to see again after being hit by a car on a zebra crossing. Oh, a zebra crossing. It's it's actually real. Although the traffic accident took place in 2018, Gorage was recently interviewed by Polsat News where he said his sight had been perfect in all the time since being hit by the car. Wow. That's crazy. There we go. It's real. Wow. It's real. Holy shit. Real story. Real story. Next headline. Fiona the Hippo attempts to make Super Bowl pick vomits on Kansas City. I think this is true. Yeah, fuck it. Go on, Fiona. The world's favourite hippo has made her Super Bowl pick, or at least she attempted to Thursday afternoon at the Cincinnati Zoo. Fiona the Nile Hippopotamus, now three years old, attempted to pick between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. The the portly princess was placed in front of two enrichment items, each emblazoned with the logo of a Super Bowl team. The 1,200-pound toddler... What is it? What is so many slams on this hippo? The, tw- the fat idiot was expected to press her snout to one of the items, indicating her favourite to win, a feat that was sure to influence odds, odds makers across the globe. But fate had other plans, as Fiona had just eaten lunch. The hippo heartthrob instead vomited <laughs> freshly chewed veggies atop the Kansas City logo. Freshly chewed veggies. She's trying to lose weight as well. Stop stop shaming her. Was that a sarcastic remark about the fact that the hippo's choice is affecting Bookie's odds around the world? Or is that yes. actually happening? That's sarcastic, surely. Okay. I think this is well, I hope so. I don't know. I don't know. It could be real. I'd like to think so. God. I'd like to think so. So that's real. Nice. Two for two so far, boys. Next one. Florida Florida troopers (laughs) find narcotics in bag labelled bag of drugs. (laughs) That, like, that to me makes sense because who's going to actually think there's drugs in the bag with the word drugs and, like, drugs on it? It's, I'm saying solid true. Can you remind me what the last story was? The, uh, The final one? The final one, yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Iranian factory makes handy oh, yeah. US and Israeli flags to burn. 
Okay, well, I'll say that this one is also real because I think that one is fake. I know they could both be fake, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two men were not discreet in their plans to sell drugs <laughs> wow. in the Florida panhandle, according to officials. The Florida Highway Patrol arrested two men suspected of drug trafficking after troopers pulled them over on sat- Saturday and found drugs in a bag labelled bag full of drugs. <laughs> Note to self, do not traffic your illegal narcotics in bags labelled bags full of drugs. Our canines can read, the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's <laughs> Office posted Monday night on social media. It is, it's just a little canvas bag that's it's printed on it. It says bag full of drugs. Oh, amazing. It's not even it's just drugs. Like, you would, you, it's bag full of drugs. It's full like of drugs. You could just write drugs on the bag and you'd go, oh yeah, that's my bag of drugs. But no. It's a bag full of drugs absolutely brimming with druggages just arrest me arrest me now final one iranian factory makes handy u.s and israeli flags to burn it falls but yeah this this sounds like an onion thing so you're both saying onion yeah Business is booming at Iran's largest flag factory, my, which oh makes US, God. British, and Israeli flags for Iranian protesters to burn. <laughs> at the factory in the town of Khomein, southwest of the capital Tehran, young men and women print the flags by hand, then hang them up to dry. The factory produces about 2,000 US and Israeli flags a month in its busiest periods, and more than 1.5 million square feet of flags a year. Wow. There we go. That is real. There were no onion articles this time. Oh, you sneaky boy. Very I sneaky. You. I got you. But you guys did great. There's a lot, that was a tough one. I, oh, you, you are devious. They're all true. Can, They're I, all can, I, can I loop back to the first story where the blind guy was cured? <laughs> yes. So I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about something similar where back in like the 20s, um, to cure deafness they would prescribe people terrifying plane rides. Oh, my God. Because there is, like, occasions where, you know, like, ailments like uh, being deaf, being blind, can be purely psychological. And I think they tried it once. I don't don't know how the idea started, but they just said, just go on this plane ride. And so the pilot just took him up high and started dive bombing and taking him all over the place. Eventually, it cured it. And so from that point on, it kind of became a semi-regular cure sometimes to try and like heal people and there was um like pilots who advertised on their business cards that they are you know doctor incentivized you know they're 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 allowed to do this kind of procedure wow jesus i guess it makes it maybe the fear of getting run over just tick something in his brain maybe he did also suffer head trauma it sounds like as well yeah yeah, i mean there's a lot of yeah that's probably more likely there's there's stuff about you know, obviously, you can take, you can get a head injury and lose certain abilities, but also you can get head injuries and, you know, regain them. Or there's really weird stories of people who go to bed, they like have a stroke or a like a bleed on the brain in the night, and when they wake up, they're speaking with like a French accent or yes. like yes. Uh, suddenly suddenly they really like knitting, like they just <laughs> love which knitting. is of course a disorder. Yeah, definitely <laughs> that needs to be cured. Yeah, absolutely. No, but it's like, you know, these these big gruff men who like to watch football at the pub and be sexist now just want to do nothing more than stay at home and knit a nice pink jumper for Laura Ashton or whatever oh, her name was. It's worse than being sexist, that. 
Yeah, it's it really is. That. It's mutually exclusive as well. Watching football and being sexist, you can't yeah. have one without the other. It's illegal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're all we have, sexist. We have, we have <laughs> one final question here from Chris Lemieux at Aphrodisiac Prime on Twitter. Ooh. As the three videotic kings, what gifts would you bring the wee baby Jezwas? <laughs> <laughs> This is really good. That's oh, a very, okay. very good question. Fuck. I want to. What would you bring, Michael? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm ratting, rattling, ratting my brain. I'm going to bring a rat. There we go. You're going to bring a rat. Sense. Fart incense. Oh, that's good. Yeah. A brick. Maybe bottled liquid a ass. Brick. Dettol. <laughs> Dettol. <laughs> well, All babies yeah. need Dettol. Uh, I think it's fair that the baby Jesus goes through the same trauma I did. It made me the man I am. So therefore, a brick to the head could only do him wonders. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not at that age, but later. Well, the brains are—I mean, the the skull's softer, so it'll absorb it better, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now remember, Jesus's gifts were not just gifts that were worth stuff, although they very much were worth money. They were mm-hmm. symbolic. Gold is because he's the the king of kings. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein's instant Frankenstead. <laughs> I think uh, you mean Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> or. or or uh, Frankincense's monster, yes. It was for, uh, because he, it's like a priest religious thing, you know, he's he's the messiah or whatever. It's not the messiah. And then the myrrh is what you put on a dead body. So that's that's oh. about his death. Oh, fun. I had to go to church every Sunday for 16 years. So, you know, I, uh, I know these things. Shall we pick out gifts that represent that same symbolism? Ooh. Yeah, but in the Vidiot's world. Yeah. In the Vidiot's world, yeah. So representing death... Dave Benson Phillips ascending on an organ. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a, a signed Dave Benson Phillips headshot. I'm gonna give him a crucifix on wheels, so that he can do some mad tricks on his pedal bike. Yeah, <laughs> so he can just go down hills really fast and maybe just shred some, shred some steel. You know what I'm saying? Shred some concrete. That's what they do, isn't it? You were a skater, Mikey. You know this. Yeah, you're absolutely spot on there. Damn, how, how long have you been skating for? Oh, hours. Oh, to yeah. represent death, maybe we could just give him any Vidiots branded merchandise. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Vidiots is not dying. It's just going to be dead for three days and then it will come back to life again. <laughs> and With a shit send into heaven. Dressed as Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we get in one of those weird phone cases that we never signed off on that for some reason are on the US Yoxcast yeah. store and I don't know why, where they came from. Um, gold. What about being a king? Ah, uh, The briefcase. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of power in that. There Still is. got that somewhere. Hey, would anybody like to buy that? Does anybody want it? Let us know. Please someone take it off our hands. Oh, yeah. It's just at we Peter's parents' that. house at the moment. <laughs> It is. Yeah, it's in my bedroom at my parents' place. I keep all my, my videos, uh, you know, stuff in there, little models and friends and things that people have made and art. For when you're ready to run away from home and you want yeah, to run just grab that. Place. It's all packed. Ready to go. Billy Clay okay. Walrus is in there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that poor boy. Oh. Hope he's okay. Sure what about what, what? What was Frankincense's monster stand, symb- symbolic for again? I think it's it's a sort of a religious spiritual thing. It's like a priest slash, you know, it's it's the whole religious aspect, the spiritual aspect of his life. I was hoping that the, the I, f- I forgot what the second one was. I was like, maybe if it's about birth, give him the Hannah Montana pregnancy test. 
Oh yeah, brilliant. <laughs> We've all got one of those, haven't we? <laughs> I, I've got one. I th- well, I think I've got two, um, but unfortunately, the ferrets got in my drawer the other day and shat on it. Oh no! <laughs> Was it are positive? They <laughs> I can I can say the ferrets are pregnant with Hannah Montana. <gasps> Yay! Because that's how it works, isn't it? With a pregnancy test, you do a shit on it and it goes yes. blue. Yeah, yeah. It's always worked for me. Yeah. I've never been pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, Michael, to the spiritual aspect that Vidiots could bring with Frankincense's monster? Oh, oh, oh. oh I know. Oh. What about the rules boss hat? Because <laughs> mm. that's, yeah, that's religion advertised. is wisdom. That's true. We'd need to. I mean, none of us have it, obviously, because it's in Europe no. somewhere. Um, but you can buy them on Amazon and they're advertised as like bishop's hats or something. That's what they're supposed to be. Yeah, sure. That's what they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, think, yeah, we've got pretty convincing few items. I'm trying to. I think I'd be pretty happy with that, don't you? God, I'd yeah. love to be that baby. <laughs> Would you? Lucky old Jesus. Yeah, you'd be due to be dead in about, what, four years? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be doing that. Can't be wishing for that. How old was he? He was like 30, wasn't he? 30 something, yeah. 32 or something like that. Rubbish. You done any carpentry lately, Michael? No, I haven't. Sadly. Yeah, okay. Well, then you'll have, be all right. Wait, have I? No. Have you? <laughs> no. I No, I'm trying to rack my brains for anything that remotely resembles carpentry. Have you helped, like, build a stage or anything at an event, a set? I put yeah. a bald cap on. That's that's like carpentry. That is like carpentry, yeah. I mean, no, I, I drove to a church and I did car repentry. <laughs> Oof. That's bad. I like it. That's Oof. really your church, bad. Your, your 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 automobile went and did some confession. There church. we go. Yeah, yeah. That brilliant. Was, that was a lot of work. <laughs> brilliant. Let's leave that there. <laughs> hey, who wants who wants the next chapter of the Hoover story? Oh my god! Yes, definitely. Everyone, everyone's so excited. So last time <laughs> I uh, I discovered that there was a blockage. Yeah, remember that. Yep. Oh, yeah. How can I forget? So I, I went into the drawer, my chest, not my chest of drawers, just a drawer in the kitchen and got some scissors out. And the blockage was just, it was the, it was the, you know, the bar, the thing that spins around with the little bristles on it. Yeah. And it had a lot of hair on it, like a <laughs> lot. And it wasn't mine because Ooh. this Hoover was in the flat when I moved in. Right. And it seemed like a pretty old Hoover anyway. So I started just hacking away at this hair with scissors but i couldn't really get in there because it was all still part of the hoover so i had to take the bottom of the hoover apart and take this bar out and like just fully take it apart at that at which point i was able to get more purchase on snipping off this hair but it was so tightly wound round that it was like it had become part of the bar anyway right so I was cutting it off, and it was disgusting because it was, yeah. you know, other people's hair, basically. Years and years of strangers' hair. Mm. And I was just having to cut it off and cut it all loose. And eventually, I cut it all off. <gasps> and that's all for now. Oh. For now? Is there more? Oh, you know there's more. Oh, oh my God. This is going to be like a ten-parter. It's very oh, exciting. Wait. Try to contain yourselves at home, everyone. I know it's, I know it's very, very good. It's leaving me... More in anticipation than half of a Rosie and Jim cassette tape did. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, I'm not going to leave you waiting a year. Don't okay. worry. I'm not going to leave you waiting a year. Let's move on then to the end of the show 
and uh, we want to talk about store.yogscast.com. That's a place where you can go and buy merchandise, isn't it right, Michael? You're goddamn right it is. If you go to store.yogscast.com, you can find the Vidiot store where we've got all sorts of lovely things. And the best bit, the absolute best bit, is if you use code VIDIOTS, that's VIDIOTS, at checkout, you'll get 10% off absolutely everything on the Yogscast store. Everything. So not just video stuff. You can buy a bloody set of dice, probably, maybe. Whoa. A calendar, a mug with anybody else's face on it. But really, buy, buy, buy our stuff, please. Just, yeah, just buy spend, our stuff. Spend all of yeah. our money. And once you bought it, buy it again. And again. Buy it again from the US store. Get it shipped from there. Bam. Again. Yeah, video works there, too. It's intercontinental. It's magic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash vidiots official. Twitch.tv forward slash vidiots official as well. Not sure if there's anything in the pipeline stream wise, but we'll be sure to announce it on those social media feeds if there is. Streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official if you'd like to donate and support us monetarily. It's very much appreciated, however much you're able to give. And when you donate, you will appear. Uh, in the form of a shout-out at the beginning and the end of the next recorded show. Speaking of which, it's time to run through those names again. Are you ready? Yes. Donkosis, Callum Story, Dave Benson, Hetty Bobetti, Prince Beefcakes, Snossages, Katie Kin Solo. Thank you very much, Katie Kins. The message says thank you, beautiful boys. You're very welcome. Lord Brotovich, Carl Richardson, Soap Slaps Richard, Peter's Fridge Freezer, The Refined Raptor Reginald, Jack Jennykins, Tom Carey, Matt Fulton the Fucker Upper, B255, Actual Dave Benson Phillips, Carry the Worst, Sad Student Fox 42, Calcifer the Dragon, Arseface, Chav Chav Ramirez, Kitchen Sluts, <laughs> Ashley's Bingo Ball Bot Bot, Say Moth Aggressively, Corrosion, Zer Zernatella, Yes, A Red Bug, L Baker 97, Arthur from Natural 9, Sir Digby, Stephen Scodes, Amy Dosange, Finley Lavery, The Jinkles, Simone Milher, Jack Without the Sea, Mikey Wallace Nightmare, Emily Lemons, and Monica from Santa Monica. What was that, Peter? That was your. That was that was Claudia's uh, Instagram. I was looking for the clip where she taps. She taps the theme tune on your face. Oh, lovely! Yeah, when she's doing your uh, your thing, but it accidentally it accidentally <laughs> started playing just in the middle of the pod squad. Well, reading. the pods are all beautiful people. You do, <laughs> Peter, just doesn't care. He's looking at Twitter and Instagram, but you're all magic. It. it was relevant content. I was. I was he calls gonna... some of them ugly. He calls some of them. I do. He, he plays yeah. music and sounds. That's what he yeah. says when you accidentally reading. live stream your your voiceover recordings. You just talk shit on all the all the Patreons. Yeah, Patreons yeah pretty much idiots. just say Ugh. say they're all useless. No, but they're not though. They're beautiful and fantastic. No, they're not. I don't think that at all. I'm very all really, grateful. Thank you, really everyone. Good at sports as well. Streamlabs.com forward slash videos official if you'd like to join Pod Squad for the next episode. Doesn't matter when you donate between this recording, which is about a week before this episode goes out, and the next recording, which will probably be about a week before that episode goes out, but you will be featured. Always. We'll always feature you. Always, always, always. Finally, if you want to find out where Peter or I are on a daily basis. How do they do that, Peter? 
they do that by going to Team Triple Jump anywhere they want to go. Uh, that's on the social medias, Facebook and Twitter, and also Twitch and YouTube where we do all our content. We do things that you vidiots fans of old will recognize, such as piece of cake but it's now called rules boss we do prove it we do worst games ever we do our podcast which is nothing like poddy it's it's a video game podcast and you would do well to learn the difference uh and what else do we do live streams and uh and and things like that main menu we do a show called main menu which is all the it's like the cookery stuff we used to do at vidiot but it now has its whole own show nice yeah Yeah. and as peter said Polyets isn't a video game podcast, just please. I don't know if some people are doing it intentionally now. <laughs> but you've got to stop, because we're never going to answer it here. Stop it. Get some help. Michael. Hello. Where are you? I'm currently in my flat. But what do you do when you're not at your flat? Dresses up as Wallace. <laughs> yeah, I go visit Ardman Studios on a daily basis. But what do you do when you're not dressed up as Wallace and you're outside your flat? I repost uh, weird videos of Finnish commercials onto my Twitter. <laughs> that video is great. Yeah, if you want to see what we're talking about, go to at Parrotboy on the Twitters and you'll see a hauntingly beautiful intro to a, a politics TV show from the 90s. It's, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. So I'm, weird. I'm at Parrotboy on pretty much everything. If, if you search that, you'll probably find an account from 15 years ago. Feel free to follow me there too. Just, just <laughs> do it all. Yeah, do it. Do it, do it. Beaten. Right, <laughs> I've got a, uh, I've got an internet shop coming soon. Oh, exciting! So uh, I need to get off. Uh, what I will say before I go is to please leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with algorithms. Do we have a final question for the people listening at home? Uh, what would you show to the aliens to stop them from destroying Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Tag Boof in it as well on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. At Boof. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Right. I'm going now. See you later. Bye enjoy, then. Enjoy your shopping. Bye. Yeah. 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 <laughs>